You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports combat sports too excuse me we also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now so how is everybody doing today on this lovely chilly thursday afternoon i presume if you are listening to this broadcasted uh at 4 p.m on thursday uh like i said i hope you guys are having a great day you know it's a bit chilly outside but uh you know it is what it is it's almost i mean i i guess it is winter officially but uh do not despair because this episode of tko is gonna warm up your hearts and it's gonna be a great great day so actually uh public service announcement uh we this is this is our 140th 48th episode of TKO and in a matter of two weeks we'll be celebrating a 150th episode of TKO and I still cannot fully process all of it because it feels like it was two months ago honestly feels like it it was it feels like it was two months ago that we came in and did our very first episode of TKO and I I mean it's easy to say by words because our very first episode was done in 2016 and i don't know about you but some i feel like after a certain point in your life it's just hard to fully understand how fast years can actually go by and i feel like like when i look back to 2016 and all the things that happened in in that year for me personally including the inauguration of tko it's just unbelievable and it feels like it was just so not that long ago you know so just looking back on all the episodes that we've had i mean let's just do the math right now like that would be 70 plus hours of us just talking and talking and talking all about combat sports mma and boxing and that's just unbelievable because i cannot believe that we've put out this much content out in the world and i cannot believe the constant support and love that has been given to us by you guys out there tko nation shout out to all of you listening um from the guelph and nearby regions from ontario from all over canada from all over the world because we do i know that we do get listeners from across the world uh, so shout out to everybody who has so far given TKO a listen, at least one one episode. Uh, so it, it's been great so far. And let's keep it up, man. I look forward to the day that we celebrate our not just our 200th episode, but also our 1000th episode. OK, so that is and it's it's not impossible because. I mean, we've done almost 150 episodes so far. So, yes, if it were because of you guys, TK Nation, this would not have been possible. And also, a very special shout out to our family here at CFRU 93.3 FM for giving us this awesome platform to come to you guys every single week with brand new content. So, yes, this is great. And I'm thinking of doing something 
kind of special for the episode uh, 150. Hopefully, uh, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that we have some awesome fights lined up for the end of the year. But um, other than that, I just want to do something really fun. So with that, you can definitely mark that down in your calendar. So two weeks from now, two Thursdays from now will be our 150th episode. So yes, it's going to be pretty, pretty special. And now let's get into what we have lined up for today. Man, today we have so many awesome fights to talk about. Like I've been saying for many, many weeks and kind of actually previewing this particular bout for a lot of episodes now. But today is the day that we finally get into the depths of it and talk about it in so much thorough detail and by that of course i'm talking about the heavyweight championship fight that is supposed to be happening between the current wbo wba ibf and ibo heavyweight champion of the world andy ruiz jr who's supposed to be uh, defending his titles against the former heavyweight champion Anthony Joshua. So this is going to be one hell of a fight. And I I mean, I feel like it, the, the publication and the marketing for this fight has actually increased for the past week or so. And if you guys do remember from previous episodes, I did kind of complain about how this wasn't properly promoted because after all, this is a heavyweight fight and it needs more attention. If you look back on previous decades and some of the legendary heavyweight heavyweight fights that have taken place in, in the history of heavyweight boxing, like um, the fights that took place between Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield, and say for, for some, some recent fights in the early 2000s, some of the fights that took place between Lennox Lewis and uh, Vitaly Klitschko and all those fights, I feel like they, they were really highly promoted by the relevant promotion companies. However, for this one, I was just a bit shocked as to why the promoters wouldn't come out and properly promote this particular route because it is a very important fight and uh, there's a really cool backstory to it as well. So I was just really shocked, but I guess uh, Matchroom Boxing, that is um, Anthony Joshua's promoter, was just kind of uh, preoccupied with other bouts because you guys, I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to get into it in too much detail, but Matchroom Boxing, they host uh, a good variety of um, fights and they sponsor and promote a lot of fighters, not just actual boxers, but also uh, I'm not sure if you guys actually caught up with this, um, but um, some some YouTubers that have turned into professional boxers, Logan Paul and KSI, you know, those people, they were also promoted by Matchroom Boxing, the same promotion company that promotes Anthony Joshua. However, I feel like it was because of those fights that they kind of forgot about promoting this fight between Anthony Joshua and Andrew Ruiz Jr. But those fights are over. And now the focus is on this bout. So that is great. And I just want to give, uh, you know, a good shout out to uh, Matchroom Boxing and Andrew Ruiz's promotion company as well, because they have not disappointed in the past week or so in promoting this 
fights and um i mean it's in their own pit benefit too because business wise you obviously want to promote it just enough so that people buy your pay-per-views and if they're in in that city that you're having your fight in they come and actually buy your tickets although i am not necessarily worried about that second part because from over six months ago, when this fight was announced, I believe the arena that this fight is supposed to be um, happening in was completely sold out. This arena in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, because everybody was just so excited that this fight, this fight was happening in their city. So they just all completely bought all tickets for the for the arena, and the arena was sold out. And yes, so this fight is going to be very, very exciting. And yeah, we're going to be talking about it today on the show. And there's actually another fight happening that is not boxing. And like I said uh, on our previous episode, Saturday is going to be one of those days that you just have to stay on your couch, have good snacks around, and just watch fights, man. Because not only do we have this um, Andy Ruiz and Anthony Joshua fight happening, actually during the day, overnight, we're going to be having a UFC fight night card that is supposed to be headlined by a bout between Alistair Overeem, the heavyweight legend, I should say, and his opponent, uh, whose um, last name I really don't want to butcher, but uh, Mr. Rosenstruik, who is, I believe, from um, from uh, Holland. And as you can imagine, he is a very, very talented and well-known kickboxer. He's supposed to be fighting Alistair over him. So both guys originally from Holland and both have a very strong kickboxing background. They're supposed to be fighting off against one another, but this time not not in not in their home country, but in Washington D.C. So I'm actually really um, at ease right now because last week, if you guys remember, I was really uh, freaking out about what would happen if the Joshua and Andrew Ruiz fight was happening at the same time as this um, Alistair Overeem fight, but. Uh, Listen, it's all going to be okay because, like I said, because the fight, uh, the boxing fight is happening in Saudi Arabia, it will actually be happening during the day for all of us living in the Eastern time zone. And the UFC fights, as always, will be happening at night, which is great. So the timing is just perfect. And yeah, so we're, these are the two main fights that we're going to be breaking down today on the show. And in addition to that, there's actually some headlines to talk about and cover as well. Uh, but I don't want to get into too much detail with regards to those headlines because I don't want to lose time for our breakdowns. But I'll just talk about those uh, headlines first, just in just in very brief um, um, explanation, and then we're going to move on to our breakdowns. So now, without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so... First things first, uh, so you guys probably already know by now that Conor McGregor, a few months back, he had a press conference just promoting himself, saying that he was indeed going to make a comeback into the world of mixed martial arts. And everybody was just wondering, what could this comeback fight actually be? Who would it be against? And if if it's going to be in the UFC or not? Or if it's going to be an MMA fight after all because of the fact that his very last fight was the fight that he had in boxing against Floyd Manny Mayweather. 
So, all in all, uh, it has finally been revealed that Conor McGregor is going to be fighting off against Donald Cowboy Cerrone in a uh, welterweight bout in the UFC in February for UFC 245, I, b- I believe. And, uh, man, the whole world is going crazy about this fight. And... I'm honestly, I, I, w- I would be interested to see what's go- actually going to go down in this fight, especially because Conor McGregor is going to be fighting after such a long layoff. But on the other hand, Donald Calvert Cerrone, he's actually, he has his own personal record in the UFC for having the most fights ever in the history of UFC. And this is because Donald Cowboy Cerrone, he's had such a long contract with the UFC. And so if you count all the fights that he has had in the UFC, his, like, cumulatively, all of his fights will be counted as the most amount of times that a person has ever fought in the UFC. So, and in addition to that, he actually has a lot of other um, records, like personal records in the UFC. But that is one of the uh, one of the main ones that he personally is really proud of. And uh, I mean, I will be proud of that too because it's it's a big deal. Like you're fighting for the UFC, one of the biggest MMA organizations in the world, and you're not someone to be underestimated at all. You're Donald Cowboy Cerrone, a veteran of the sport, someone who's been fighting for so long. And let me tell you something about Donald Cowboy Cerrone because Cowboy is not someone that would get in fight offer and just deny it. I feel like every single fight offer that Donald Cowboy Cerrone has been has been getting from the UFC matchmakers, he has almost always said yes to them, regardless of if the fight is like three, four months away or if the fight is two weeks away, it does not matter to Donald Cowboy Cerrone because he's one of those guys that genuinely enjoys fighting. And I feel like we need to have more people like that in the world of combat sports, especially as of recently, because I feel like sometimes people forget about the fun of it all. You know, people just sometimes want to go in there for the business aspect of it just to get money. And I don't say that it's bad to treat this whole sport as a profession, especially if you are a professional athlete, because it is your job and you have to treat it as a profession because but sometimes it's good to, you know, keep reminding yourself why you got started in the sport in the first place, because you obviously enjoy it and you get a rush out of it. And Donald Cowboy Cerrone, he always reminds everybody why uh, why people join combat sports professionally after all, because it's just so much fun. And and uh, he is definitely one of those people that truly, truly enjoys it from the bottom of his heart. And you can't help but uh, applaud the guy. So shout out to Cowboy Cerrone. And so, like I said, these two guys are just the exact opposite of each other. Because on one hand, you have Conor McGregor, who initially, you know, he was fighting for his legacy. However, after the multiple losses that he had had, not just on his MMA record, but also his professional boxing record, he's doing it more for money. And it is no surprise, like I said, some people just that just have that mentality and um, not saying that it is totally wrong because that's just the way it is with those people. But like I said, on the other hand, we have Donald Cowboy Cerrone who absolutely loves fighting. So you have these two people going at it 
And I can't help but think, is the Ringress going to kick in for Conor McGregor? Because he hasn't fought in so long. And you also got to think if Donald Capri Cerrone is indeed going to beat Conor McGregor, not just because Conor has had um, that ring rust and uh, you don't know if he's going to come into the come into the octagon with the same um, preparedness that he was going to come in when he fought um, some of his uh, previous opponents, people like Khabib Nurmagomedov. You know, Jose Aldo, uh, not Dustin Poirier, but um, Eddie Alvarez and people like that. Because when those fights took place, Conor McGregor was the superstar at the time. And he was treated like a king. And it was was a very... Those fights were all pretty important for Conor McGregor. But this fight, this comeback fight, it's it's probably not at the magnitude that uh, those fights were at considering how big this fight is going to be because like I said it is a warm-up fight and a combat fight for Conor McGregor mainly but also on the other hand when you look at it this is a pretty big fight for Donald Cowboy Cerrone because if Donald Cowboy Cerrone beats Conor McGregor first of all that would be almost like the end of Conor Conor McGregor's professional career because you can just have that many losses in a row and still continue to be a star in one of the biggest MMA organizations in the world. So if Donald Cowboy Cerrone <laughs> beats Conor McGregor, that would be one of the biggest wins of his career. And that would just certify him as a GOAT, as one of the greatest of uh, one of the greatest mixed martial artists of all time. But if Conor McGregor wins, then that would be a good warm-up fight for him. And that could just pave the way for him to come back and have some bigger fights than this fight um, against um, Cerrone. But overall, I'm just really, really excited for this fight personally, and I'm I'm really um, 100, 100% sure that other fight other fans are also excited about this fight as well, and not just because Conor McGregor is fighting, but also because Donald Cowboy Cerrone, one of uh, one of the m- uh, fighters that has been amongst people's favorites for so long, he's also going to be fighting. So overall, it's going to be one hell of a fight, and we're all excited to see what's going to happen. But enough of that. So let's jump right into our breakdown for Joshua versus Andy Ruiz Jr. Yes, I'm so excited. Okay, so let me tell you something. So yesterday I had an exam, like a final exam for university, and I will not be having an exam until late next week. So by the time I officially like handed in my paper to my prof and walked out of the exam room, my heart was just filled up with so much joy and excitement because of this fight that is supposed to be happening on Saturday between Joshua and Andy Ruiz Jr., okay? Because that's just how exciting it is. And that was one of the things that I kept... Uh, you know, uh, consoling myself with when I was uh, preparing for my exam because I just kept telling myself, listen, if you finish that exam, the best thing that can happen is supposed to be happening on Saturday because that fight that you've been looking forward to for the longest time is finally supposed to be happening in a matter of a few days. And so just to be talking about it right now, it even like hypes me up even more. And so, okay, now without wasting any more time, let's get right into it. So Andy Ruiz Jr., you guys already remember, these two guys already first fought each other for the first time 
a few months back. Now, the thing was, Anthony Joshua was supposed to be defending all of his titles at the time. He was at the time undefeated and he was the holder of the WBO, WBA, IBF and IBO heavyweight championship belts. He was supposed to be fighting someone else. However, that person, he got busted for um, banned substances by the doping agency and he was suspended. So what does the promotion company do? They actually recruit someone else to come in short notice and fight Anthony Joshua. And what a bad decision that was from his camp to recruit Andrew Ruiz Jr. as someone who they thought was going to be the biggest underdog and someone who was going to be an easy target for Anthony Joshua to beat. Because because of that very fact, Anthony Joshua, he didn't really have the mentality that he usually would have when fighting his opponents at a heavyweight um, uh, title fight. He just came in thinking that it was the way he was fighting, not saying that um, he actually felt that way, but it definitely seemed like the way that he was fighting Andrew Ruiz Jr. in the first fight that the two had, it seemed like he was just treating it as a really casual sparring session. He was just taking his time, not really charging forward. His um, strategy was just really laid back, which was a very, very wrong decision for him. Now we know because Andy Ruiz Jr., he took um, took advantage of that um, opening and all that um, laid backness that Anthony Joshua was presenting to him. And he instead, because he had nothing to lose, he came in, Andy Ruiz Jr. came in as the biggest underdog that you can possibly think of. So all he could do all he should have done and what he did actually was that he came in charging forward guns blazing proving everybody wrong that he indeed shouldn't be the underdog and that he has something like the weapons that he possesses as a boxer the striking weapons that he possesses they're just so so strong and they're not to be messed with so he came forward he threw bombs towards Anthony Joshua and as a result because Anthony Joshua he wasn't really expecting any of that he absorbed all those shots and and he was actually knocked out so yes just just as easy as that Anthony Joshua got his very first professional loss and he lost all of his belts to Andrew Ruiz Jr. in one night but the best thing about that whole situation was that it was all it was like a Rocky Balboa story all over again because Andrew Ruiz Jr. came in with everybody thinking that he was gonna definitely lose but yet what he did was that he did the exact opposite and he became the heavyweight champion of the world in one night and his whole life was just changed upside down and man it's just so so motivational almost because if he can do something like that then that can tell you that if you put your mind into something regardless of if uh, if the um, surrounding like obstacles shouldn't really let you to to thrive in your um, environment and achieve your goal then you're totally wrong because you just have to keep working hard because eventually you will get to your goal so that was just really really motivational and I actually applaud Andrew Ruiz Jr. for that but now the time has come for the two to fight uh, to fight each other once again in a second fight in a rematch but this time in Saudi Arabia and that's going to be really, really interesting because like I've said previously, 
Anthony Joshua looks totally different physically when you look at his um, uh, training camp videos and his pictures too. Before, he looked super, super shredded, but also very bulky, muscular. And um, because of that, when he would throw any shot, it would be so effective at throwing down, like knocking down his opponent because because of the amount of power that his shots would actually uh, possess. But this time around, he looks so much um, slimmed down and he doesn't look as muscular as before, which we all believe is because he's fully prepared himself to go the full distance with Andy Ruiz Jr., because he potentially maybe wants to beat Andy Ruiz Jr. through a decision win. But again, it will all come down to how Andy Ruiz Jr. takes advantage of his, uh, you know, of his opportunities, of his openings. Because let me just give you a reminder of what happened two weeks ago when two other heavyweights fought for the WBC Heavyweight Championship of the World when Deontay Wilder fought Luis Ortiz because in the in the f- first like five six rounds Luis Ortiz who was the challenger the title challenger he completely outboxed the champion Deontay Wilder but it only took Deontay Wilder literally one second to throw a nasty shot that completely knocked out Luis Ortiz um who was winning the whole fight but he was just knocked out because of how powerful that one shot was so again Anthony Joshua you know he could potentially outbox Andy Reid Jr but again if the opportunity is right if the distance is close enough for Andy Reid Jr to get close to Anthony Joshua and throw one of the bombs that he threw uh, way back in the day in that first fight that the two had then it's game over for Anthony Joshua once again. So because of that, I would say both guys need to be super cautious. But uh, other than that, I can't really give you any predictions because it's just going to be such a close fight. And what happened in the first fight was almost impossible to predict. And so because of that, I know a lot of people do argue that Andy Ruiz Jr. is also going to take this one. But again... um, as someone who is a skeptic in the game, I would say you guys all need to sit down and watch the fight for yourself and see what actually goes down. And actually for the timing, because like I said, the fight is happening in Saudi Arabia, uh, you guys should catch the the ring walks at 3.45 p.m. from um, Eastern Time Zone because I believe that would be uh, around like 10, 11 p.m. Um, in the Saudi Arabian uh, time zone. So yeah, make sure you actually don't miss that because yeah, it, like if you if you actually tune in for the fight at like night, then you're gonna be totally wrong. Anyway, so just wanna you know keep reminding you guys so that you guys do not forget about the actual time that this fight is supposed to be happening on Saturday. So yes, that is all we have for you guys today. I hope you guys really do enjoy the fight on Saturday. And also, if you have time and if you're interested, also catch up with the fight uh, that is supposed to be happening between um, Alistair Overeem and his opponent in Washington, D.C. for UFC Fight Night. Uh, Again, unfortunately, we didn't have enough time to break that particular fight down. 
but uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. Alistair Overham is a very well-rounded um, striker in um, heavyweight um, in heavyweight UFC overall. So if you do have time, please do catch up with that fight as well. But other than that, unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. You guys already know. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl, Jana, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.